Welcome to the Space for Magic podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to receiving all the gifts the universe has for us. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive coach. Using a blend of common sense, brain science, and just a dash of magic, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Space for Magic podcast. Today is an interesting day for me, me being Patty, your host, (laughs) because I just um, am experiencing some things this week that I haven't experienced in a very, very long time. And I was just sharing this with my mastermind that in the training I originally got when I was a coach, very, very beginning with Martha Beck, she talked about people being in different stages. Uh, Stage one, stage two, stage three, and stage four. And really at the beginning, you're in this death and rebirth cycle. And then you sort of get into this dreaming and scheming state. And then the hero's journey happens, which is really where I tend to dive deep and play in the deepest waters for myself. And then finally, the promised land. So the hero's journey is really, you know, those journeys that we take in life where just things are, we're learning, but things are hard. And sometimes we're in darkness and we're confused and we don't know what comes next. Right. And I tend to do really well in those places. That's usually where I'm coaching from or teaching from is how do you navigate these dark nights of the soul? There's this other place that can be just as scary. And that is the, um, in that death rebirth place. And that's where I'm at. And in some pretty significant ways on my spiritual path. And of course, the the death rebirth piece I've experienced many times in other areas. You know, certainly I've shared, you know, what it's been like to lose my parents, and that certainly kicks that up a lot. And with the pandemic and my children who are teenagers leaving their childhood, you know, just versions of my motherhood, versions of my daughterhood, lots of different, you know aspects of who I am, dying and being reborn in different ways. But on my spiritual path, I think I've mostly been (laughs) in a hero's journey piece where it's just, you know, I have doubt, I get back on the path, but something new is being delivered to me, a, a very new, new way of looking at what my journey is meant to be going forward. And In a way, I did get the message that this was coming. My guides and much of the information I got in my meditation was that I was stepping over a threshold over this last year. And and in that threshold, there was the, the before and the after of my before being really about taking care of the humans in my life. And then now this new part of my journey is being free somewhat free from feeling like that is my primary role on the planet. And that comes with my aging parents no longer being here, you know, my children now being teenagers and relatively self-sufficient and my business now being set up in a way where I'm not really working as much one-on-one with clients as I am with groups. And I was really excited about all these changes, but I forgot what comes with that death rebirth is this 
this beginner's mind. Now, ideally, we can walk through the world always having beginner's mind. Beginner's mind is where you don't assume you know what comes next and you can be open to possibility and open to learning. And I've done my best to cultivate that in many ways. But there's a difference between choosing beginner's mind and being dropped into beginner mode where much of what I'm being asked to dive into, the waters I'm asked, being asked to dive into with my, my spirit teachers on the other side of the veil looks very different than what it's ever looked like before. And so different that I, I am not even ready to share it with you yet because quite honestly, I haven't really made sense of it in a way that I can describe it to you. But what I can describe to you is something that I think you'll recognize, which is this feeling like, okay, I let go of something really big. And now, you know, that trapeze bar of where I'm going has shown up, but I don't know what it feels like to move forward in this direction. I have no clue what's coming, right? And it's exciting and it's exhilarating and it's scary. And there's lots of little occurrences that are happening that are are asking me to let go, let go, let go, stop looking back, stop looking back. (laughs) And at the same time, that's being matched with my ego firing up in big ways where it's like looking to control silly, silly details of my life. We have a project going on around the home and I suddenly became just obsessed with one little thing working exactly the way I wanted it to work. You know, I'm in the process of going through the editing process with my book and there was a blip on the radar and I got really, really thrown by it. So much so that my reaction to it did not at all match the actual details of what was happening. And when we see that start to happen, when we see that the way we're reacting to a situation does not match the details of that situation at all, that's there for us to to really look at and understand and own. And this isn't the exact example of what happened, but let's say, you know, we had planned as a family to leave the house at five o'clock. Now we are regularly planning to leave the house at certain times and not getting out of the house at those times. And for that reason, I always build in 15 minutes from when we have to leave. So if I'm saying we have to leave at five, it's because we have to be out the door at 5.15. And so what it looks like is me becoming completely unhinged when we're not out the door at 5.01, despite the fact that we have room to move. And also the fact that where we're headed actually doesn't require us getting there at any specific time. Now, when you have sort of that big reaction to something like that, and yet the details of what's going to happen if we don't leave the house right at five o'clock don't match the concern I have in my body, when that stuff starts happening, if that's been happening to you, what you want to do is not keep questioning yourself of like, why am I being such a lunatic or in your lesser moments, tearing the head off the people around you because they don't get how important this is. Really, the ideal place to go is to say, okay, clearly my ego is really, really in fear right now. And it's trying to grasp power and control in whatever way it can, which tells me that I need to ground myself. I need to be gentle with myself. And I also need to process 
what's coming up. And for me, processing means almost always tapping using EFT. And I was with, in fact, with my tapping therapist just yesterday, tapping through something that just felt ridiculous that it required tapping on. And I'm far enough in the journey that I don't question why do I have to spend an entire 45 minute session on this ridiculous thought that I'm having that's bringing up so much emotion because I know it's not that thought and it's not that one scenario. So if I'm flipping out, trying to get out of the house at five o'clock because it's 501 and we're still not out the door, it's not about that. It's about something else. And that helps me not be reactive or continue to be reactive to the people around me. But it also helps me understand that, whoa, there's something big going on underneath the surface, whether I realize it or not. Part of, and I'll just help you understand what's going on for me too, just so this doesn't seem completely vague. Part of a gift that's emerging for me is the ability to see the future, future events. And this is a gift that I very consciously lock down when my my, my intuitive gifts start to open up. I very specifically asked my guides, any teacher that could help me, that I did not want the gift of anything prophetic. I did not want to be able to see how events would unfold. I am able sometimes with my clients to see what the energy of their year is going to look like, you know, where things may or may not work, what will flow, what doesn't. I've been able to do that. But to actually see how something's going to unfold exactly as it's going to unfold based on the choices that people are making is not something in the past that I've had regular access to, and now it seems to be unfolding. So that's just sort of an, a little piece of what's happening and what's shifting and questions like, what do I do with this gift? What does it mean? Are all coming up, right? And so honoring the fact that this is not a no big deal occurrence for me, right? That clearly underneath the surface, there is something really significant happening and I need to honor that, right? And I say that to you, So that you honor what's going on for you because the reality is that we have come out of a year of a pandemic and no matter how hard or easy that year has been on you, it has been hard on you. It has been hard on you psychologically, emotionally, and energetically. It's really, really important to honor that. And that really felt alive for me this morning when I got my second vaccination. And I'm just going to start by saying this is not This is not a conversation about the good, bad, or indifference of vaccinations. This is not meant to be me being a pro-vaxxer or anti-vaxxer or anything else. This is about my personal experience choosing to get vaccinated and how this had been for me. Now, when I went into the first vaccination, I was actually very nervous because almost all the stories I had seen sounded like everyone was having horrible times with this. A few of the people that were real, like immediately close to me, including my husband, had absolutely no issue. He had had both the first and the second vaccination by the time I got the second, and he had no problem with them. So I got the first vaccination, and another experience I had heard people had was that they just started crying, and that they were surprised that they started crying, and and I wasn't surprised because you know you can think that you've walked through a pandemic year, okay. When suddenly you have something put into your body that may shift your relationship to this big event in your life, it's going to be emotional. 
It's going to be emotional. And so, you know, as I've shared here before, I am a crier. <laughs> I pretty much will cry at anything. And so when I was got my first vaccination, I was completely expecting that. But I, there were no tears. And I think the absence of tears were really about just how much worry and concern I had for what would the journey through getting vaccinated look like and just the bigness of the choice, the choice for so many, not just myself. And the location where I was, where I was getting vaccinated, the way that they were doing it was you were running through a line in your car, meaning, so you stayed in your car the whole time and you would go to different staging areas. And at one of the staging areas, there's a body of water right across the way. And, um, I was sitting there and I was surrounding myself with energetic light, like clearing light. So sending light through my body, through my energy system to just help clear away the fear and just help me receive the vaccination in the most beneficial way for my body. That's the intention I kept making. And I had had my head down and as I looked up, I asked for a sign and my eyes fell upon a white bird, a large white bird, which at the time I didn't realize there were swans near where we were. I thought it was a white goose because there's a lot of geese there. And I just was convinced it was a white goose. And I don't remember even what the message was that I got when I looked up what white geese meant, but it, it was very comforting for me. So today, as I got my second vaccine, the tears did start to come. And They were tears for so many things, maybe tears of relief, tears for all the pain that so many people have been in and continue to go through because of this virus. The massive transformation that has been requested by humanity in this year and the courage that so many people have shown in making the choices that are right for them. It just all just sort of washed over me. And then it somehow bumped up against all of this newness that I'm experiencing on the spiritual path that's leaving me feeling probably the best way to describe it is vulnerable, just feeling incredibly vulnerable. And I didn't even think to ask for a sign, honestly, because it was just so emotional. But um, once you get your vaccination in this particular area, you move to a, another staging area where they hold you for 15 minutes to make sure you're you're doing okay. And as I was pulling out of that area, I looked up and right in front of me, just sitting, was this beautiful swan. And it was just so large and so comfortable in its element and with its own grace. And I, and so I've seen these birds before. Again, I had assumed they were geese, but they are actually swans. I did look it up because it, it's a, this was at a um, mall near me. And so I looked up, you know, are there swans at the mall? <laughs> yes, there is. By this point, by the way, I had pulled over. So I was not holding up traffic. And I took a picture of this beautiful swan. But for all the time that I've gone to this mall, and I've gone to this mall many, many times and seen these birds many times, I've never seen one just sitting out there in the open like that. And what came off of this beautiful swan was just these pulses of grace and life and truth 
just the essence of truth, not a particular truth, but just the quality of truth was pulsing off this bird. And it just, it felt like such a gift. And what was interesting was that earlier in the morning when I had done my normal energy clearing and protection for the day, what I normally do is I ask, you know, what animal ally, what spirit of an animal is available to me and willing to protect me today and work with me today. And the animal that showed up was a giraffe and the giraffe's been showing up for me since this spiritual shift has happened. And the giraffe helps you connect your intuition and higher guidance. And as I looked up the, you know, the medicine qualities of the swan, it was in the article I was reading, it said very similar to the medicine of the giraffe. And I was like, wow, all those synchronicities coming together. And I think the reason I'm sharing all this with you is just to share that, first of all, you can be on this path where you're creating space for magic and still be turned upside down and inside out by something as significant or seemingly insignificant as being in a parking lot or getting a vaccination, right? That the, these regular everyday events, they are big, you know, and they, or they can be big. And also just that, you know, as I've come to learn the tools and the techniques and the information I share with you here, it doesn't change the fact that I still need to walk through these times of unknowing and doubt and fear and that, you know, having access to the wisdom and the tools that create space for magic doesn't mean we get to exit the human experience. We still have the human experience in all its glory, but that if we can open to receiving signs and help from our nature's allies, it can make the journey so much easier. And I hope that if you're on some part of your path that feels like you just don't know what end is up, right? That maybe something I've shared here has helped. Maybe it guides you or maybe just knowing you're not alone in it helps. I think that just coming always back to the lesson of that we have to honor where we are, no matter what is showing up and not give it meaning beyond what it already has. Meaning the fact that I have this doubt that I feel vulnerable, that I am feeling some fear doesn't mean I'm doing something wrong. It just is, right? It just is. Now I will say one of the the best things I have done is to really honor a daily energetic habit. I, for years, I didn't do this. I was taught it. I mean, I've been doing the spiritual learning stuff for close to 15 years now. And, you know, energy protection is not something new to me, but doing it on a consistent basis actually is. I've only really been doing it consistently for about two years. And I'm so happy that I started it before the pandemic, because that was a good habit to have. And I'm finding it's really important for so many people. So for that reason, if you were listening last week, you know I'm going to be doing a workshop the day that this podcast drops. So on May 19th, I'm doing a workshop and on on an overview of the tools you can use to help you clear and protect your energy. And I'm going to walk you through what I do on a daily basis. So if you'd like that, 
The workshop is free. You just go to pattylennon.com forward slash training. And if you're catching this after the workshop is live, which was will be at 2 p.m. Eastern today, you can get the recording for a week. So you can get it all the way up till the 25th. Just go ahead to pattylennon.com forward slash training and register and you will get the recording. One additional thing I'm doing in conjunction with this is having a conversation with my shamanic practitioner, mentor, friend, awesome woman, Dina Pacwa, tomorrow when this drops. So Thursday, May 20th. And that is in our Facebook group, the Space for Magic Facebook group. We're going to meet at noon Eastern. So if you would like to hear Dina and I discussing the energy on the planet right now, how it's affecting us, what it means, have questions for us. This will be a live conversation. So you're welcome to jump in and ask questions and give your thoughts and feedback. This will be a nice way for us to come together as a community and really share the collective wisdom of what's coming up for all of us in these potentially tumultuous times. So again, you could go to pattylyncom forward slash training to register for the training that's happening on Wednesday, today, Wednesday, May 19th. And then you go to the Space for Magic Facebook group, which we'll put the links in the show notes and that's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Space for Magic. The conversation with Dina will be happening in there. So I hope that this is helpful for you for where you're at. I know I got a lot of feedback about last week's podcast. (laughs) about falling into old patterns of controlling when my ego gets scared. And so this is a follow-up to that that I hope is helpful to those of you who did find last week's comforting for you. And just know that I am walking the path with you. We are all in this together. And I am so glad you chose to be on the planet at this time because we all agreed to come because we all agreed to come. Much love. Hey, thanks for listening. If you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this episode with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review at your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people and it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you have to say about what I've shared. I'm cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. And don't forget, always create space for magic. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.